0: Hi, welcome back to uh, uh, Gospel Gossip, where we uh, basically, you know, talk about the uh, the Bible, talk about the scriptures, uh, where we try to do a sort of a balancing of uh, of uh, knowledge and uh, and what the scripture says, uh, where we uh, kind of like, you know, try to uh, bring out even the humor and the life in the scripture, and where we try to make people enjoy reading the bible the most important thing is that we want people to enjoy reading the bible that's one of the reasons why we're doing this we want people to start seeing the bible uh you know f- has been a very simple book to read and not tedious not not much of a trouble a lot of people find it difficult they say somebody was saying to me the other day he says oh i need to talk to you and i said why he said there's so many things i'm reading in the bible now that i don't even understand." even he said, I'm confused. And honestly speaking, reading the Bible, you don't have to be confused. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes you need the Holy Spirit to help you to understand the scripture. Because it's not just an ordinary book. It's not a novel. It's not an Adli- James Hadley Chase novel. It's not an Aaron Robbins novel. No, it's not. It's far from that. It's, it's a deep, very deep spiritual book. And you need the power of the Holy Spirit. You need him to help you to understand it. And that's why sometimes... When you're reading the Bible before you were a born-again Christian, and when you're reading the Bible when you become a born-again Christian, there are two different experiences that you'll have. The experience you have when you're reading when you're not a born-again Christian, that one is different. It's just you're reading it like logos, just reading like you're reading a book. And it could be a bit confusing, and it could be a bit... uh, uh it could be a bit uh mysterious if you know what I'm saying, because even the Bible says Jesus Christ says uh to you has been given the secret of the mystery of the kingdom. So those out there will read, they will not understand. But once you become a born-again Christian and you give your life to Christ and you start reading the Bible, it's a different ball game, different ball. Game. And yes, with me today again this is my dear brother who is gonna be joining me, who are doing this together, a Reverend Tunia come. And we'll be going through the scripture again, we'll be you know, bashing it around, we'll be talking about it, we'll be you know bringing out the humor bringing out the serious stuff there you know we'll be trying to encourage you out there to pick up your bible and read more and more above all we're trying to draw more men onto the lord jesus christ so yeah come with us again for another episode thank you god bless hi this is uh allah uh, again um uh, and today i want to talk about the father And I'm looking at the father from the eye of the story of the prodigal son. And uh, why this, this morning? I was on a prayer meeting this morning and one of the brothers that led the prayer uh, basically was speaking about the faithfulness of God, the goodness of God, the kindness of God the mercies of God, you uh, are speaking from the uh, point of view of God being our, our way maker, our miracle worker, our promise keeper and also looking at him from the point of view of a father, a father that never forsakes his own. The one that never leaves one behind. And after that, I just thought to myself, because today's actually my, um, my birthday. Uh, myself and my wife, today's our birthday. And, uh, and I just thought to myself that, you know, what, I think I should do a podcast this morning. I've not done one for a long time. And it's just to talk about the heart of a father, really. And I'm not really going to go into, you know, a lot of words, but I just want to quickly read the book of, uh, luke chapter 15 you know uh luke chapter 15 and then maybe just say a few words about it uh, now luke chapter 15 um, from i think from the uh from verse 11 then he said, A certain man had two sons, and the young of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood, and not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in the land, and he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pots that the swine ate. And no one gave him anything. No one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough? And to spear, and I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, my father, and I will say to him, Father, 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 I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I'm no longer what it's be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father, but when he was still a great way off. When he was still a great way off, his father, father saw him and had compassion. Father saw him and father had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, father, I have sinned against everyone in your sight and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on him. And put a ring on his hand and sanders on his feet. I'm going to read that again. But the father said to his servant, Bring out the best robe and put it on him. And put a ring on his hand and sanders on his feet. And bring the fatted calf here and kill it. And let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and he is alive again. He was lost and he is found. And they began to be merry and they began to be merry they began to be merry now if you look at that story the Bible says the son says mm-hmm. you know what father i've had enough of living in this house and right now i just want to get out i just want to get out of this house i've had enough of you guys i want to go and live on my own i want to have a life of my own i mean i want my own space I want to be able to do what I like when I like how I like. I don't want you to hold me down. You know what you're going to do, Dad? Just share, just share the inheritance and give me my portion. I mean, from where I come from, you don't give uh, inheritance until the until the uh, owner of the, of the 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 things you're giving out dies. You don't don't inherit somebody who is still alive. You inherit them when they are dead. But this guy says give me my own inheritance even while you are alive. I want to take what belongs to me now. I need to go do my own thing. I need to go do my own thing. And the father did not argue. The father did not resist. The father did not say no. The father did not push back. The father said no problem. You know what? No problem. I am going to give you that which you ask for. I'm going to give you that which you ask for. I'm gonna give you uh I'm gonna give you the portion of your inheritance. Like you said, I should give you no problem at all. And so he gave him his portion of inheritance, and this guy went away. What a pain it will have been in the heart of the father. What a disappointment it will have been. Oh boy, I can imagine how the father felt when the son decided to do that sometimes when my children do something that is below my expectation or i feel disappointed it hurts my heart so i cannot imagine how that father will have felt even at that time how that father will have felt concerning that particular situation but you know what the father did not give up hope on the child the father did not stop loving the child for that single action of foolishness the father basically according to what some people were explain to us about this story the father actually watched the son go from the window of his house and never stopped waiting for him to come back again so even though the son left the father was still loving the son and the father was waiting was waiting Stood by the window, watching out every day, every hour most likely when he's awake to see if the son will come again through that road which he went away. The father loved the son so much so that yes, he gave the inheritance. Yes, he gave everything away to the son and the son decided to do what he did to be foolish but the father did not give up on the son. Oh, come on. The father continued to love the son after the son had made such a massive, major, uh, 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 distorted decision. A, a decision that was just the the, the the consequence of that decision. As we read in the Bible, was grave. It was just, it was just completely and totally foolish. But that's the way we see it. But the father, for the father, the love of the son was still in the heart of the father, so the father kept watch and how do i know the father kept watch waiting for the son to come back home i know because the bible says as soon as the son you know showed up from far away the father knew his son the father this guy at this point i'm sure will not be looking robust looking lovely and nice anymore because he had suffered and he's just coming from a place where he has suffered so most likely lost some weight not looking good maybe his dress is not as good as he used to be so his uh, appearance obviously will have been completely changed due to the circumstances that he threw serving to but the bible says the father noticed the son from afar and the father said, "Wow, that is my son coming and the father was filled with joy when he saw the son. The father was filled with joy when he saw the son. The father was elated the father was happy the father was 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 filled with euphoria the father was excited to have this child back, despite the foolishness of the child, despite his behavior which is completely and totally unacceptable. I mean, sometimes when you ask for inheritance from your parents when they're still alive, they say, are you wishing that I die? But this father still continues to love this child. Now, I'm just looking, I say, my best description of God as a father in the Bible is suddenly expressed in this book of Luke chapter 15 from verse 11. There's nothing else that you can say about the heart of a father than what we just read in the book of Luke chapter 15 from verse 11 a father who will not give up that is god a father who loves us to the end that is god a father who gives all but yet expect nothing back from us that is god a father who showed himself to be faithful in all that concerns our life that is God. A father who is faithful in all his ways. That is God. A father who showed himself to be God in everything. That is our God. A father that never lives, that never forsakes. A father that never abandons. A father that comes searching for us. Even when we have been bad. When we have been bad. A father still comes to look for us. It's, even when you leave his presence, he's always looking after when you're going to come back. Is looking after when you're gonna come back. He's an amazing God. He's a faithful father. He's our way maker. He's a miracle worker. Mm-hmm. He's a promise keeper. He's the ancient of this. He's the I am the I am the one that clothed us when there was no cloth. When we are naked, he covered our nakedness, covered our shame. The one that keeps us and uphold us by his righteous right hand and by his generous spirit. That is our God the one that never leaves or forsakes us when everybody says no is always there for us the one that keeps us through the years of our lives every year he keeps, keeps us alive every month he keeps us alive every week is there with us every day our god sustains us every hour is so much available for us and every seconds every minute our God is on our side all the time you see one thing about God which is so beautiful when you look at from him from the point of view of the heart of the is he doesn't give up on us a lot of us give up on our on our children when they're wayward when they're not doing what we want them to do when they're not following in our way we've seen people saying i would disown my child i will not i will not you will not you will not you will not be my child anymore and so on and so forth but for for god god does not do that god loves us he loves us and he loves us unconditionally he's indeed our father and today as we celebrate our birthday i'm just putting this out there to say look don't worry yourself if you feel you're not loved by anyone don't worry yourself if your biological father has not been a father indeed maybe he's abused you in one way or the other listen there's a father that loves you there's a father that you're so important to that he would do anything he would do anything anything whatsoever for you he never gives up on you no matter how bad you are no matter how foolish you are no matter what you have done he never gives up his love for you is unconditional that was why he gave his son you can see the bible says there that this child was giving everything he wanted giving him inheritance father gave him everything just like that god gave us the son jesus christ and yet some of us still mess up but all we need to do is just come to our senses come back home come back home because you know what he's always waiting he's always waiting his arm is always open wide to welcome us back home he doesn't give up on us he doesn't say that is it i'm not having him anymore no you should get away from my sight. i don't want to see him anymore that's not our god he waits for you He'll wait for you. All you need to do is just turn right there, and come back home to Him. No matter what you're going through, remember, even if no one helps you, if you don't see His hand, His heart, He's loving you. He's loving you. And you know what? He's there to help you. He's there to take you through your difficult time, to help you through your difficult time. Remember what He said in the Bible, in the book of Psalm 91. He said, when you're in trouble, I'm going to come and sit with you in your trouble. And then I will then deliver you from your trouble and then satisfy you with a long life. That is our father. That is the father I'm talking about. And so if you're feeling love today or you feel disappointed by anyone always remember that there's somebody who will never disappoint you somebody who will love you regardless of who you are or what you do and so i just want to share this with everybody just to encourage somebody whose heart is failing who's feeling unloved who's feeling uh, unappreciated who's feeling that there's no one there for me no 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 no. the father is there always waiting for you just go to his sweet embrace now go into his sweet embrace let him hold you let him give you a beer hug let him let him just you know just see on his lap just hold on to his leg just look into his eye see the love in his eye see the love in his eye because you know what if nobody loves you he'll love you that pollution did not deserve to be loved anymore but yet the father loved him you know what the father don't only say love him the father put it into practice it threw a party He changes garments. He changed the garment of the prodigal son. He said, "Put a ring in his hand, uh, put a new garment on him. Throw a party. Bring the best uh, uh, cow in the house and kill it, slaughter it. Make a party. Throw a lavish party. Don't spare any expenses. For who? For this guy? This foolish guy? Oh, come on! That's the way it is with God for for you and me. When you come back home, the heaven rejoices. They threw a party on your behalf. There is." great elation great excitement in the heavens when you return back home that's how special you are mm-hmm. so always remember that no one no one no one can despise you no one can 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 make you feel like you're not loved because you know what the father love you love you enough To give everything for you, including his only begotten son. So, my brother, my sister, if you're not feeling the heart of a father this morning, remember God. Remember God. Remember God. Just go back to him right now. Just go back to him. He's waiting. His hands are waiting. No matter what it is, you know what? Go back to him. Tell him how much you love him and wait to listen because he will also say back to you how much he loves you. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Again, guess what? It's me again. Uh, the man that gives you the gospel gist uh, and uh, I hope this has been a blessing to someone today and I just want to pray for anyone out there who is feeling unloved, who is feeling unappreciated I just want to pray that the love of the Father will be poured to your heart and that you begin to experience the liquid love of God over your life you will see God in a new dimension and a new light and His grace will just flow, overflow actually even for you In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank friendly. We bless you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening to this. Bye.